some oatmeal and a Metamucil. You'll be all right. <laughs> it's 2020, people. Buy a squatty potty and a bidet. Leave your phone out of the bathroom. A squatty potty? What is a squatty, squatty potty? Joe, no, you don't know what a squatty potty is? Don't tell me I'm the only one here that doesn't there, know there what this is. I think you are There's the only one. There's this magical thing called a squatty potty that yeah. helps ergonomically change your right body, up. body cool. position to never increase flow. you never seen the unicorn? <laughs> the what? With yeah, the squatty the potty? Unicorn. The unicorn? Thank you for joining us once again for the Guardians MH podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Dr. Goku, and tonight we have Joe. Hey, what's going on? Nate. Howdy. Alan. How's it going? And Matt. Hey, hey. If you're joining us for the first time, Guardians MH is a 501c3 nonprofit focused on promoting mental health awareness throughout the gaming community and with being the first step in assisting individuals with gathering meaningful resources in a safe and inclusive atmosphere. Our podcast is another way to normalize talking about mental health and is a fusion of mental health topics and gaming. So please welcome our guest tonight, Snaps. How are you doing, Snaps? Yellow. I'm doing well. Having a nice night. Awesome. Thank you so much for joining us. I mean, it's such a pleasure and honor to have you on with us. That's really nice. I'm, I'm happy to be here. I love, I love anyone who's trying to get out there and obviously spread the word and try and offer resources when it comes to mental health. It's, uh, it's getting talked about more, but it's still not talked about enough. No, it's still stigmatized, but every time someone does something, it's at least getting the word out. Yeah, agreed. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think just uh, nowadays, uh, just in the past several years, it's becoming more normalized talking about it and opening up and sharing and this and that, but still you, every day you can see areas and uh, topics that are still like JL and you said, you know, are still stigmatized. So mm -hmm. the more that we show support and of course my dog barks. Hi puppy. <laughs> <laughs> he wants to be in the show as well. Mm -hmm. Your dog's trying to tell its story. Don't, don't stifle it. Let it, let it speak from its heart. wants to be in the show as well. He's trying to tell me that somebody just walked by the front door. Yeah, he's protecting you from the dangerous outsider. I was just going to say, it's a good guard dog. Yeah, good job, pupper. Life woof, woof, saved. danger. Woof. <laughs> good job, Dingo. Good job, you Dingo. Your food tonight. <laughs> you earned, you earned your claps, just like your dad. <laughs> you earned your keeps. Thanks. <laughs> awesome, awesome. Well, uh, Snaps, uh, why don't you uh, share with us and uh, listeners that might not know you uh, who you are and uh, what you do? Oh, I prefer not to, actually. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Well, there goes uh, that first segment. <laughs> <laughs> this is over, Moving right? On. We're done. Yeah, okay. All right. <laughs> um, yeah. So I'm, I'm Snaps, and I am a Twitch broadcaster and podcaster and all over the social media er and i i do what we came up with i guess as a term of just mindful mindfulness coaching try to help people find ways to bring a little more awareness into their days and uh you know i'm i'm a i'm a passionate mental health advocate not expert 
and just like mental health and mindfulness aside from a lot of really ridiculous things are the primary discussions on the channel like you know it'll be like poop and farts and then talk about whether or not you're taking good care of your body and if you've meditated lately if you're going to therapy whatever i really appreciate uh almost the daily i i don't keep up on social media that close but you always are reminding people to stay hydrated, which is very important. Mm -hmm. It's one of the four pillars. And also I love your meditation and yoga streams. There was one specific one that really stuck out to me. And it's when your dog came in and it was just cuddle time. That was so (laughs) wholesome and real, but just the like joint like meditation of it. Cause meditation is many different forms. It's not just one breathing exercise or this and that it could be a, a multitude of things just quiet time essentially mm-hmm. and that was just such a great moment and that was it was like over a year ago but still i i really love that one so that was a nice day one uh so capone my dog like he's an older boy and he's, he's just got a lot wrong with him the poor dude so he gets really like worked up and we call him sense pig when he's when he's being <laughs> a sensitive little piggy <laughs> So like he would come in and the only way to like satisfy his need for love is to like full blown like spoon him sometimes. And that's, that's what I did. And I was singing him a song because <laughs> who doesn't spoon their dogs and sing them songs when they're sad. So I was singing him, uh, you are my sunshine. And my friend took a screenshot and she actually did an illustration of it. And it's, I just oh, love it so much. Awesome. I'm going to put it on a pillow. It's like the cutest thing ever. I have done that to one of my cats. It is ve- <laughs> I really have, especially my tubby one. You're a <laughs> wonderful cat dad then. And we, we stand a good cat dad, man. Kind of hard to do that with my dog just due to the size. But my, my firstborn, we, my firstborn son, we sing him, you are my shine, sunshine every single night. That's his <laughs> go to bed song. It's a bop, oh. you know, it really, it really slaps, right? You all got sweet songs for your kids. Mine goes to sleep to uh, Disturbed Sound of Silence. Ooh. What? I like it. What's up? No, I love that. Yeah. His voice just knocks her right out. He's... It's that baritone. The beautiful voice. Daddy does tone. Amazing live, too. I've seen him live a bunch of times. He's amazing. But they've they've been doing, like, heavy metal bands and... um, as like lullabies they'll redo the whole um song to make it like a child song almost it's great this is a thing i actually have that one of those albums either on my phone or somewhere that we we used to put it in the car for for our firstborn yeah they i have a few collections of them did we mention uh snaps that we like to sidetrack all over the place Oh, that's perfect. Then yeah. I am meant to be here with you. Yeah. It, that's kind of our shtick. <laughs> right. <laughs> that's great. I mean, that's, I think that's one of the best things about being a mental health advocate kind of group is like not everything has to be this like topical discussion. It needs to be normalized that you can talk about the weird stuff and talk about, you know, needing to spoon your cat and then go on to how that makes you feel psychologically, right? You know? Like, why not? Get it releases into all the of octo- it. oxytocin. Exactly. That's and it also like, allows us, perfect. we recognize our flaws in that we tend to sidetrack and we are able to work on them as we move forward. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're being, you know, you're, you're accepting yourself as you sidetrack on this, this thing that some people 
would do their best to keep on track. But you're all like, heck that, man. Heck that. <laughs> Kitties. So, I mean, <laughs> we were talking pre-show. And, yeah, I mean, I've been following you for over five years now. And you didn't always do the mindfulness thing. I remember when I first oh. watching you, it was trials and pro bro snaps, right? Or, uh, yeah, Dr. Bro Snaps. <laughs> I remember the trials days. <laughs> yeah. Like what, what, at what point did you decide to kind of shift? I mean, I know you still play Destiny, but kind of shift more towards the mindfulness. Because I remember you used to get a little upset when you'd play. <laughs> oh, yeah. My name is She Snaps partially because of that. A lot of people thought it was just because I was a photographer, but it was because I was an angry photographer. So, like, you know, it was... It was one of those weird things that people tend to find entertaining when people have outbursts. So it was really easy to be like, ah, whatever, I'll just include that in my brand. The fact that like I'm angry all the time, who cares? Cause I'm a competitive gamer and that's tough and stuff. I don't know. But um, yeah, I, I used to be very angry. I used to look for, look forward to opportunities to like kind of direct that anger externally whether it was like playing a game or someone coming in and trolling and me being like, all right, then we're going to have a conversation about your mother's interests right now, you know, like, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, I, it was like a couple of years ago, a few years ago. Um, like I, I was, I was always a mental health advocate. I wanted to talk about it, but I, I wasn't necessarily doing anything other than saying like, yeah, I feel you. It sucks. Like I, I talked about depression and anxiety and insomnia and ADHD and like everything that messed with me, how socially anxious I was, like all of that stuff. But I didn't really have much to offer other than you're not alone. And then uh, my, my boyfriend and I, when we started dating, he introduced me to meditation. And when we moved in together, I recognized very quickly how detrimental my anger was. Like I had lived with a very angry person before that, like kind of all of my exes, it was the same situation. I was usually the chill one. So I thought that I like had it under control. I thought having a temper, being angry a lot was just kind of like a part of life, waking up angry, all that, whatever. And uh, I used to have to be cautious about how I would interact with my ex because I never knew if he was going to be in a good mood or if he was going to be angry. And if I did the wrong thing or said the wrong thing at that time, it might be directed at me. So I was, it, it was pretty early on in my, my boyfriend and I living together where I was having a crappy morning and I was just in a bad mood and who knows why? Cause you know, when you wake up angry, <laughs> your brain will find reasons to be angry. Like you just keep adding to the list. It's, it's internal and then it's, and this is why I feel this way and this is terrible. So I was probably slamming cabinets or drawers or something and I happened to catch him walking past me to his office and I saw the look of like that day you know like this is the one I get today and it really hit me like oh man I'm I'm that guy now I'm the one who he has to walk around to determine if he's going to get met with someone who's happy to see him or if he's going to be met with me having a bad day over something that doesn't even matter so I, I it was like sick and tired of being sick and tired and angry I finally did what I've done with like every other problem I've had to solve in my life. And I just went to the internet and said, I'll figure this out. And uh, thanks to meditation and mindfulness practices and just in general, like immersing myself in learning about my body and my brain and asking all kinds of people for their feedback. 
like slowly but surely I started to feel not just better but completely different like I, I recognized how much I could let go of that that I had attached to in in terms of identity and how much of it like really had nothing to do with me it was stuff I could let go of I don't have to be the angry person anymore um as as I managed to get past my own anxiety and get out of depression and stop with sleeping issues like I had insomnia so bad that when I was in high school, mm. I went like a month without sleeping and I was hallucinating. Like I was just oh, so messed up. I was on this awful chemical cocktail that my doctor like terribly prescribed for me. I, I had just lots of bad experiences, you know? So it was just this like lifetime of so much crap building up. And I finally realized that I could start kind of working on it bit by bit. So now I sleep at night. I feel good. Like I'm energized. I'm optimistic for the first time in my life. I look forward to the future because I have confidence in myself, not in external circumstances. And once I got to that point, it was just like, what else is more important than talking about this with people? Like mm. there are so many people who are just still so like stuck in it and they believe because they were raised by angry people or because depression runs in their family or whatever that that is just it for them, that life is just always going to be awful. And I, I just, I can't like, I can't sit with that anymore, you know, especially when I know that if they just did a few things reasonably for themselves, like they could start to see a difference, you know, like going to therapy and balancing out their self-care. It, it doesn't have to be some massive overhaul, but the minimal changes make your life feel like a massive overhaul. And a lot of people have this misconception when it comes to therapy. They believe therapists are mystical uh, voodoo doctors. Although I like <laughs> to believe myself a little bit of a voodoo doctor at times. I, I am. I am. <laughs> I should have worn my, my psychologist t-shirt, t uh, warlock or wizard. <laughs> but oftentimes, they don't really understand that making small incremental changes can have long lasting impacts. And one of the first pieces of homework I give to most of my, my clients so the first time they come see me is basic self-care, which is do one thing for yourself every single day. Mm -hmm. And I always give this disclaimer that it sounds really easy but it's really hard because mm -hmm. oftentimes the more people get busy, the more they either have a family responsibilities with work, they tend to neglect themselves or the responsibilities. Oh, oh I'm doing such a great thing because I'm being X, Y, and Z and forgetting themselves. Yeah. I just had a conversation in my chat today with someone who, was telling me when I when I checked them because we we have an acronym if, if any of you have been around like we we talk about shades all the time and shade stands for sleep hydration air like going outside for a little walk diet exercise and stillness which would be journaling meditation mindful practices oh, I love that. whatever so it was it was designed for people to remember that their futures are so bright they gotta wear shades you know just check in on those things and do your best across all categories. Nothing needs to be extreme. No one has a perfect sleep schedule all the time. No one has a perfect mm -hmm. diet. So we kind of like talk 80-20. Can you try to do more of these things and give yourself a break when you don't? And the common pushback is typically, 
Well, I'm just the type of person, you know, again, like identity-based thinking. I'm just the type of person who always puts everyone else first. I give everyone else a hundred and I leave like this much for me. And I saw that and I was like, if you're not taking care of yourself, you're not giving everyone else a hundred. Like mm-hmm. straight up, they're, they're not getting what you think you're giving to them. Mm-hmm. You'll see that when you do start actually prioritizing yourself. And that's another example I, I give all the time I, I use the the airplane metaphor mm-hmm. it's the need you need to put your oxygen mask on first before putting the one on your child mm-hmm. I, I have two kids now and my even being a therapist and i know all this stuff the first thing i'm going to do is instinctively put the mask on my child yeah but if I pass out, I haven't done anything. Yeah, yep. If you don't take care of yourself, you can't take care of others. And typically when you focus more on other people and other things, you're avoiding, the, you're avoiding what's really going on with you. Mm-hmm. I, I saw it a lot working in, working in rehab, working in drug rehab. It's everybody was taking, making sure everybody else was taken care of or they would always cheer up other people. But when it came time to them, they avoided, they ran away. Once you can actually sit with yourself and start to focus on what needs to be worked on, that's when the true healing can begin. Not finish, mm-hmm. but begin. <laughs> that's why I love meditation so much because there's a simple one that I, that I like. Letting thoughts come in and letting them go and then just focus on your breathing, but just allowing those, like any thoughts, like negative thoughts, positive thoughts to come in, but also go at the same time and not focus on them. Mm-hmm. to help work out a lot of things and just kind of brought a balance to me, helping me meditate for that and getting over a couple of things. I find really that like type that. of meditation to be like really useful in understanding. I don't know if myself is the right way to put it, but understanding what types of thought patterns I have most often, you know, because mm-hmm. when you're, when you're doing that type of meditation, you're able to stay with your breath and everything just goes by. It's yeah. like you're sitting on the side of the road, just watching the cars go by there's this fun like moment of noting that I'll, I'll tend to do where I see it and I'm like, oh, oh, oh. By the end of it, I recognize that like a good majority of the thoughts that day were about teaching. Like, okay, I struggled with this over the weekend. How do I explain it in a way that like makes people want to do something for themselves or gives them something to take away? So like those meditations and noticing the way that my brain like really enjoyed thinking through things kind of helped push me into doing what I do now where like my my patreon podcasts that go out every Monday they're all about like here's where I was stuck recently and here's how I brought more awareness in and worked to choose something else so like that that meditation helped show me like you like teaching you like trying to translate the messages that you're receiving you know the stuff that life has given you Uh, one thing that was mentioned in, in chat and that's very true is people tend to be afraid of their thoughts. Mm-hmm. They tend to be afraid of their emotions, mm-hmm. either where it be from learned behaviors or their upbringing, multiple reasons why people tend to avoid those things. Mm-hmm. Problem is avoiding it doesn't make it go away. They, those emotions just sit on the sidelines waiting for an opening to kind of flood in. Yeah. And the whole key of mindfulness, and the whole key of mindfulness is one letting those thoughts and emotions in, 
but not judging them. Mm-hmm. Our, our brains, and I like to say this in therapy all the time, is our brains can be stupid. So my stupid mm-hmm. brain can do a lot of stupid things. Having the thought doesn't mean it's actual reality. Mm-hmm. It's my brain having a thought. Yeah. Yeah. Meditation helped me a lot with that. Noticing that like, I'm not even the one thinking the thoughts, so I don't have to get so worked up on them. Like, wait a minute, if I'm over here watching the thoughts go by and the thoughts are still going by, I'm not the one thinking them. Why am I so worried about what they're saying? I don't have to go with it. I can choose something else. Heck that. Heck that, man. Sorry. For yeah, and language. people think mindfulness is this, oh, I need to be absent-minded. Mm, it, or I have to shut off my brain. You can't right. shut off your brain. That's what I keep telling people. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> your it's brain is going to go all, in all directions. It's being able to take your brain and get it from here, bring it back here, and then bring it back from here. And it's always this dance. Yeah. Uh, Firefox just tweeted out. She sent me this funny meme of, uh, or not a meme, a page from a book that was saying like, um, meditation and mindfulness is like training a puppy. <laughs> like you yeah, just have to like expect cats. that it's going to run off and then you're going to like, okay, <laughs> all right, come on back. You're not going to be mean to the puppy. It's puppy. Bring it back. Here you go. This is what you do. Give it a little treat. So it wants to do that again. Give it some right. little scratchies. It's, it's practice. It's, it's training yourself realistically you don't you know and i i've had to say this a lot to everybody when they tell me oh i can't meditate i can't concentrate i can't not uh, with that attitude exactly exactly i tell them but you deserve to give yourself a shot you deserve Mm -hmm. to try again you deserve to have what mindfulness and meditation can offer you so can I ask, what do you, what do you, what do you all that are in the professional um, situation here when you're, when you're helping clients and stuff, what do you do when someone responds and says, but I don't feel like I'm worth it? Because mm. that's where a lot of people get stuck is like, yeah, you say I deserve this, but I don't feel that way. I don't feel like I deserve a good life. And with people like myself included in the past, at least, I had such deep self-loathing from a lot of childhood experiences and stuff that I genuinely believed there was something inherently bad about me. So if I, like, if I had met myself of today, like 10 years ago, I, I would have told myself to <laughs> heck off, <laughs> you know, like I would not have received myself at all. Well, I thought that there was something so dark and despicable about me that someone telling me they cared was a statement about who they were as a person, that they're just such good people, not them actually seeing anything that was accurate. Mm. Uh, Matt, you go first on this one. (laughs) Oh, thanks. Put me on the spot. Um, (laughs) No, I I think, so I can go two routes with this. I can go a personal route. I can go a professional route. Um, On a professional route, though, really what I have encouraged clients to do is to start slowly. Um, One of the ways that I do it is um, through a form of narrative therapy. There's one client in my head that just keeps, you know, screaming. His name is screaming in my head right now. A lot, a lot of issues. And he said the exact words that you said, but I'm not worth it. This has happened. This has happened. I actually asked him to slowly write and journal his life and how he would want to change it. Mm. And I asked him to do that over, you know, over the course of, I spent three years with him. So I asked him to do it over the course of three years. 
to just write and how you wanted, how you would like life to play out. And more so as time went on, the word started to become a bit more positive. Mm. It takes a while. Because mm -hmm. if, if I were to look at his journal from day one to, I can't do math, but whatever three years would be <laughs> in days, um, the word started to become, you know, it, I, I would feel happy when I hit the home run or I would, you know, I would enjoy getting, I'm going to enjoy becoming the MVP. So you're in the, in the journaling exercises, you're like encouraging him to kind of emotionalize the story yeah, he's telling to connect absolutely. to it on that deeper level. That's cool. Absolutely. And to, and to also change it with mm -hmm. the idea that it's, you know, we can't change the past, right? But we can, we can visualize how we want things to be moving forward and writing that down and giving yourself that, um, just giving yourself that idea that things can you know, start to feel better again, mm -hmm. you know, and this is somebody who in my head, who, you know, when I was working with him, went through tons of trauma, a lot, actually, more than anybody his age should have gone through, but he became successful. Mm. And on a personal level, um, <laughs> my personal therapist yells at me to do this all the time. She's made, <laughs> she has made me start, um, Honestly, a gratitude list. Ooh, I love practicing gratitude. Yes, 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 yes. She Glad has, journals. Yeah. She, uh, not that she yells at me, but she yelled at me <laughs> and said, you need to start this. And it works. <laughs> yeah. It works. It does. It, it tends to progressively change your brain. And you, you can see it even, well, I'm going, not, um, nerdy scientist here, but it tends to change your brain on fMRI scans mm. over the course of time. It, oh, it changes the size of your amygdala. It tends to shrink down your amygdala and increase the compassion centers of your brain, the more you're compassionate with yourself. It takes time. So 30 minutes every single day for, I think it was a month, showed a marked improvement compared to the two fMRIs. But it takes months and years to work on that. Mm -hmm. And what you mentioned, Matt, it is so true that you're changing your relationship, not what has happened, but your relationship with what happened to the past. We can't change the crap that has happened to us. We can change how we perceive it, the relationship that we have on it, but also recognizing, and it's something I do a lot in therapy, is asking the client, the, what's going on now? Is it a thought or is it a belief? Because if they say, oh, it's a belief, all right? Prove it to me. Explain why it's a belief. Back up the statement. And yes. then they say, oh, well, because of this. Okay, explain this. And <laughs> you're, you're kind of delving into each and every statement and you're kind of breaking it down. Mm -hmm. And most statements they'll give are thoughts. Yeah. They're not based in any tangible foundations. Yeah. I think the other thing that I do um, with a lot, with everybody, um, give me one thing that you like about yourself. Give me one thing today that you feel good about, you know, being, <laughs> being from um, 
one positive thing. Give me one positive. And I, and I actually frame it in a, <laughs> being from New York, I can, I, I can be a little bit more aggressive because when, when somebody <laughs> comes in and tells me, oh, everything is wrong, I'll mm-hmm. look at them and be like, everything? Come on. Give me one. Give me one thing. Did you have a good and, sandwich today? Was it a yeah, good exactly. sandwich? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Was the pizza good? The pizza, mm-hmm. from the, the pizza on the corner was great. Mm-hmm. Uh, there you go. There's one good thing. Yeah, a nice easy poop, just in and out, right. no problem, no sweat. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah, that's a good day. It was Absolutely. a half a wipe. Exactly, exactly. And and it's Uh, it's, that negative cognitive bias. mm -hmm. Our our brains are made to look at things that confirm how we feel. If you feel like crap, you'll see the crap. You feel like, yeah. Yeah, But if you start changing it and you start feeling good, you're going to start to see the good. And oftentimes, there's this cognitive dissonance with people in terms of what they believe they should be and what it actually is. One thing, happy is not a full year, 365 entire days of being happy. Mm-mm. It doesn't work. Happy is 183 good days. That's it. <laughs> you can have 182 crap days in your year. If you have one more good compared to the bad, it's a good year. Yep. See, we're going back just a step. What both of you touched on I really loved was how you both touched separately on how it takes time to develop these good habits and uh, a positive view of yourself going from the self-loathing, I'm not worth it, you know, why am I worth it? Uh, We've all had conversations with people that have touched, you know, said this. Uh, I know people that uh, have called or texted into the crisis lines uh, that say it to me, you know, I, I don't feel like I'm worth this. I, I, I can't go any further and doing an assessment with them. But I love how both you just trying to convey there is no magic pill. There is no one answer that's going to fix how you think, how you perceive yourself, how you just focus on the positive and not the, the negative all the time. Mm-hmm. It, it takes time and you need to develop these good habits over time. Matt with, uh, you know, encouraging the journaling and everything, uh, you know, uh, Dr. Williams with, you know, working with people one-on-one over time and developing both individually developing these good habits and changing a person's outlook and having that, that one good thing to say about themselves every day. One good thing every day will turn into two to three to good habits. Then it's encouraging other people. Mm-hmm. You know, hey, I felt the same way. I was self-loathing. You know, you know, I, I, I hated how I looked, how I felt. And you know what? I've learned to cope with that and overcome it. You can too. Yeah. yeah. That means it's always going to be perfect. We're going to have yeah. crappy yeah. days. Oh, yeah. But it's what you do with it. Mm-hmm. Again, it, it comes to that compassion. If you're always down on yourself, and again, there are people that have had a lot of trauma in their lives. I have a couple of clients that are screaming in my head also that have had a lot of things go throughout their lives. It's not going to change in one or two therapy sessions or by taking one pill or trying mindfulness one time. Mm-hmm. It'll take work, dedication, and time. 
but there was a study done in 2013. So I don't know if you guys know who uh, Richard Davidson is. Mm-hmm. One ring a bell. Yep. He's kind of one of the forefathers of mindfulness. Mm-hmm. And he, he quoted a study from 2013 uh, by Wang and his colleagues that two weeks of compassion training, so 30 minutes a day, had a marked improvement and in neuroplasticity of the participants' brains. Your brain's a muscle. You, you need to work it out. That's how we introduce meditation a lot in my channel when we do it is like, listen, this isn't a religious or a spiritual thing, but it can be if you want it to be. This is all about practicing building focus and learning how to let things go. And they kind of go hand in hand. You let go of one thing for the sake of the thing you're focusing on. Every time you do that, you're doing like one rep in focus. Just do a lot of that. It's great. Every time you fall asleep or fall off, go back. I had a great... um... I had a great meditation exercise once um, and it was really, it was really about that self love and what the person that was guiding us through it, what she said was, if you feel yourself wander, don't, don't beat yourself up, come back, pick either my voice, pick the music, just come back. Very nice, very simple, very easy. You know, and I think that's all, at a lot of times too, at least what I've seen in, 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 my, in my work, everybody gets very frustrated very quickly. Mm-hmm. And they, and it starts that negative cycle. I can't do this. I'm never going to get better. And mm-hmm. I tell everybody, just breathe, try again. Because yeah. there's going to be that one day where it does click or snap. And I'm sorry, that was awful. that was terrible i'm gonna Uh, go i'm gonna i'm gonna leave and that was it hey (laughs) man it was nice getting to know you (laughs) (laughs) yeah i don't i don't blame you i'm just gonna i'm just gonna leave where's the exit (laughs) but a lot of people don't necessarily understand what mindfulness is Uh, they believe it's this newfound voodoo so it's kind of the third wave that's happening within psychology but mindfulness is something that we all have yeah just not something that we generally practice mindfulness it's a basic human ability to be present aware of where we are what we're doing not being overly reactive or or overwhelmed about what things are going on around us Mm -hmm. and it's something that you just can't conjure up but you need to learn how to access it and one thing that a lot of people don't understand is how often we get distracted, Mm. how often we just go into autopilot. And our brains have the tendency of just being in autopilot just because it saves cognitive resources. We do that all the time. Uh, We're driving. Our brains kind of go through the motions. We can kind of get lost in our thoughts and we can still follow the road. Mm Mm-hmm. My autopilot likes to download Reddit to my phone in, in moments when I'm feeling like kind of stressed or tense. Like I'll just be on my phone and I'll be like, like scrolling or doing something or I'll have intentions of getting on there to do something like productive. And next thing I know, I'm kind of like in my head and my thumb has downloaded and reinstalled Reddit. And then I'm just scrolling through mindless crap for so long mm-hmm. after that before I'm like, whoa, hold on. Who took over? Mm-hmm. One thing that, that can happen is, and I hear this a lot with a lot of clients, is 
oh, I have all of these ideas when I'm in the shower. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's because your mind's on autopilot. You've done it how many times in your life? Mm-hmm. Your brain just goes through the same routine. It brings down the cognitive process and the other part of your brain saying, oh, let me just think about this random crap. Yeah, I love my showers. That's where a good amount of the ideas for my stream come from. But when we're, we're on autopilot, we're not really doing anything. So mindfulness is being in the complete opposite of autopilot mode. It's you're experiencing the world that is firmly in the here and the now. Like mindful the, eating. Yep. Mindful mm. eating is one of my favorite things in the world. If someone would have told me years ago that I would not just like get excited over food because I'm kind of a foodie, but that I would be like, like transcending time and space while I eat a burger or something. Like I would have been, I would have been like, no, that's not how this works. But when Your I sit, appreciation of things yes. just skyrockets. Oh my gosh. Like I, I catch myself cause I like being very mindful when I'm like cooking and stuff too. Mm -hmm. And I catch myself feeling ridiculous, but also like, you know, who cares? as I'm like slicing up vegetables and I've got this like row of these beautiful colored, just perfect peppers. And oh. I'm looking at them like, look at this. This is nature. Look at how great this is. It's so many beautiful colors and this is so nutritious and I'm about to eat this. I'm so lucky to be living in a place where I can just, whatever cravings I want, I can have. And if I need nutrients, I can get them. And I'm like ecstatic over the colors of my peppers, you know, it's a, <laughs> it's a real treat. Oh yeah. <laughs> That's what's up. Little colors. Now throw them on a the fire. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> no, that's, I love that technique too. It's, it's great. Um, actually someone said it in chat. Um, it is a part of Weight Watchers, the actual aspect of mindful, uh, mindful eating, but we do use that a lot in um, in addiction treatment. Yeah, it's you know? a big part of weight loss. Stay yeah, slow and very conscious. much so. Yes, and it's that it's, it really is that aspect of enjoying the things that we kind of forgot about, mm -hmm. right? Within our everyday life, we you know we go on autopilot. We forget. We just grab you know a coffee and just keep running. Mm -hmm. Instead, actually take five minutes at most and just sit there and drink your coffee yes like, how does it taste yes yeah. how does yeah. it taste Slowly. what's in it yeah yeah, yeah. i noticed we through mindful eating that i like always chewed on the left side of my jaw it's like what are you what are you doing that for you don't you don't use this side of your face at all you mm -hmm. got this this whole big jaw and you're only pushing stuff that way yeah you catch things about yourself when you actually <laughs> tend to slow down mm -hmm. <laughs> one thing people don't necessarily realize is how distracted people are yeah you sit down in so front there was, of the tv uh, there was a study and then just in, shovel mm -hmm. yeah there was a study in 2010 um that well the results showed that about 47 percent of the time the average american is not paying attention to what they're doing 47 percent of the time I no. saw that. And I also saw something else like along those lines. I can't remember what the number was, but it was something saying like the average number of our thoughts that are unkind, that are like negative or unpleasant for us. So like half of your day, you're basically just like lost in thought and the majority of your thoughts just suck. 
And then we wonder why we feel like crap all the time. You know, we're not conscious. We're not noticing how much we're just beating ourselves up all day. We need to understand that mindfulness, again, it's something that we need to practice, but we need to catch ourselves because we've kind of slowly been ingrained into this, this world, this way of thinking uh, that is so go, 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 hustle, do more, be productive. And, and I've had a couple of clients where break time, what the hell is a break? You need to always be doing something. Yeah. And we miss out on opportunities and the possibility of getting connections. Well, what Go are ahead, some ways to, well I was just going to say, I, I didn't know if you were done or not. Well, uh, what are ways, you know, how can people recognize when mindfulness is needed in situations like that, where it's ingrained in your mind that I got to work, work, work. You know, I, I take a break when I'm going from A to B. You know, there's no sit down and eat. You know, I, I don't have time for that. How does a, you know, that person recognize that they're not taking time for themselves and slowing down? You hire yeah. a clown it, it time. to follow clown. you around, right? So they so still follow you. <laughs> and right as you're about to transition from one task to the other, they jump out with like a balloon animal and they say, stop, take a break, check in with yourself. Problem solved. Just hire clowns. Those are my, give night, me that's nightmares. my nightmares. <laughs> uh, that's I'll be sitting there going, I'll do whatever you want. Just go away, please. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if Joe's heart can handle that. No. So, uh, one thing people no, don't necessarily like understand is how much in, we go into autopilot all the time. So question for everyone. You're, you're in a waiting room for whatever. What's the first thing you do when you sit down? Ooh, ooh, ooh. Can I answer this one? Because I don't pull out my phone. Oh, all right. I, I love, I love being, well, like, obviously now it's scary going out in the world, but like, I, I really <laughs> pre enjoy, pre-pandemic, yes, pre-pandemic, there are like the times when I tend to get lost in my phone is like, if I'm if, at the end of the night or like early in the morning, if I make the mistake of going on social media before I kind of like set my intentions for my day and stuff. But when I'm out now, I have like, I do my very best to be present while I'm out in the world and I love it so much. I went with my man to a doctor's appointment once and we were in the like big waiting room and it was packed and I was the only person not on my phone and I was just sitting there watching and I was like, this is the coolest show ever. <laughs> I people watch. I do the yeah. same thing. It's so delightful. If I'm going out for like coffee or if I'm like waiting in line for something, I'm like, what am I about to see on this channel? Okay. <laughs> Because tonight's when episode of Cheesecake our... Factory have in store for me. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Jeez. What happens is when we're buried into, in this, we miss out on all of the opportunities that are around us. And, and it brings us unhappiness. Because a lot of people, and I, I think one of the studies show that about 76% of Americans um, mentioned that they feel lonely. Mm. But we are so kind of drawn into these things that we miss out on social connections, even if they're momentary, waiting in the doctor's office, just pre-pandemic times. Yeah. <laughs> waiting before a meeting. Just waiting for, for the meeting to start, just 
talking with your colleagues saying, oh, how was uh, your weekend? Did you do a barbecue? What happened? That's, and, Most and people that, are on their phone, meeting starts, all right, put it down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's something that just does not happen anymore. People don't strike up a conversation with their neighbor. It's almost viewed as creepy sometimes. And I don't, I don't understand that because I come, I come from a time where, yeah, you, you know, my, my next door neighbor, uh, I have a very short wall. So it was like, I have two choices. I can either get to know this guy and if he's a decent guy, no harm, no foul, or I got to build a wall. <laughs> <laughs> add a couple more blocks. Right, add a few <laughs> blocks. And it turns out my neighbor's, a, he's a nice guy. He, he's, a, he's, he's got a little grill going in his backyard that he very happily shares with my wife when she gets uh, discombobulated. Um, and, you know, anytime I need a tool or whatnot. But it's just, yeah, people just, they're, they're so hyper-focused in, in these things and in the screens in front of us that they just, they forget to stop and be human. Yeah. That kind Who was of, it that said been... they like to people watch too when you're like out doing stuff? Do you, ever, do you ever run into another person out in the world who's also being mindful and they're kind of like relaxed and chill? It feels you like when you, when you, you can see spot like, them across the room. Yeah, it, it's like when you're driving a Jeep and you see all the other Jeeps and they do the little wave at each other. Like if you see another person and they're like, they're like kind of chill and just enjoying their time, you're like, oh, you're in on it too. What's up? That's why I see you. I, I can uh-huh. remember the last time I acknowledged and made eye contact with that person and it was just a nod, just like, yeah. You get it. And you see. You just keep moving and looking around at everybody. Yeah, no, it was. Yeah, no, I like I like how you pointed that out. Yeah. I had that in a grocery store where I was just like walking down the aisle and I was just like having the best day. And I love talking to people, too. So I was just like, you know, eyes smiling at everyone, just like, nope, 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 nope. And then this one dude is walking down the aisle as I'm just kind of smiling to myself and he catches my eyes and he starts smiling. And then I was like, Hey, and we walked past each other just going, hey. <laughs> but like a special little moment there with another human. And that's kind of what we need right now. Right? We need More special connection. moments. Yes, we need some connections with other people. Now in pandemic style, the human connection is very valuable right now. We very desperately valuable. need human connections. Humans are social creatures. Mm-hmm. And the brain starts to atrophy when we are deprived of human connections. Yeah. Just do it safely at a distance of six feet wearing a mask. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Fire up, a, fire up a Zoom call like this. It's, it's better than nothing. At least you can see faces and you can get... Uh, Even Discord. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a there's big thing that, you know, and we've seen it in our Discord and I've seen it many, many times. Doing entire relationships and conversations over text sometimes loses that, that, that personality. Yeah. Yeah. You lose sure the does. nuance. Yes. Can, can convey a lot better. So. Yeah. Watching someone nod at you like this, just mm-hmm. so excited about what you're saying. That's- yeah, well, it, it comes back to communication, which is another, you can kind of throw it into mindfulness. Because if you're not paying attention to who you're talking to, your message can be just complete left field. And, and I bring this uh, example back often with my clients uh, because one, I'm Canadian. So I'm from the uh, Atlantic coast of Canada. I'm sure. I don't know if that, that checks out. I haven't heard one apology since I got on this. It's early. <laughs> 
I heard none sorries. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'll, I'll give you let some. me let me um, let let me just uh, validate um, the that he is from Canada. He was having maple whiskey. Oh, ooh, true story. Right. Yummy though, maple whiskey. That's what's up. <laughs> it's I like love drink, whiskey. Drinking maple syrup. Oh yes, give me that with like a side that. of some kind of meat. <laughs> so within communication it's even if you live in the same province so the, the province i'm i'm from is relatively small in comparison to, to the rest of the the country but uh, me and my fiance are from two opposite ends of the province and both of our native tongues are, are french but she's more of the quebec side of french and i'm more of the southern Southern Atlantic coast, or more Acadian. Okay. And the types of words that I may use may not be in her own dialect. So if I use specific words that I'm just, it's my normal every day, she has no idea what I'm talking about. Even after like almost 10 years of being together, I can throw out words. It's like, you said what? <laughs> Yeah, and if you weren't being mindful, right, then you just kind of, like, blow past that. You say a bunch of stuff that no one understands, and then you just, like, go on to the next point. Yep. I heard so you kind of need to be mindful in the moment of who am I talking to, how am I talking? Yeah. I, I heard this great quote that said, most conversations are actually monologues delivered in the presence of witnesses. And I was like, oh, oh yes, yeah, that is true. it. Because you're monologuing to someone, the person is receiving the message, interpreting the message, and then responding back in their own little monologue. But there's always this, this part in the middle where things can get lost in translation. Example I like to give, telephone game. Mm. Everyone played the telephone game? Mm-hmm. How well does it go? Very well. The message gets delivered with wonderful accuracy. There's never any problems. It's, it's great. I call shenanigans. I was always the guy that tried to change the message, so. You were the one who deliberately tinkered? It's all Alan's fault. Yep. Oh, my God. Alan is the breeder of chaos. <laughs> I like your style, man. I like it. But, you know, telephone games never go uh, never goes well. Not typically, at least. Mm-mm. I think the other way too to recognize that you kind of need to start being mindful. And again, somebody mentioned it in chat when we're not, when we're so stuck on autopilot, we're no longer finding any pleasure or joy in the things that we were doing. Right. When you can't pick up destiny or a video game or animal crossing and you don't find, um, you don't find joy in it anymore. Like you need to, um, you, know, you need to slow down a little bit and really start to think like, okay, how is my village going to look today in Animal Crossing? And really get that joy back. <laughs> Too much. <laughs> you had to slide it in there. You hit it twice. So while I was being very serious in what I said, the reason that they're all laughing is because ever since I came on this podcast with them, Animal Crossing has been involved in every podcast so far. I'm and glad that you didn't drop the, the ball here, somewhere. <laughs> I'm oh, glad and, you didn't mess that up. And that's why it needs to continue. 
Yeah, you know, like you, you learn how to communicate effectively there too, right? You gotta, you gotta be nice to your villagers and accept that some of them don't leave even when you'd like them to. (laughs) It's true. It's very true. Where's, where's my switch? Hold on. Um. (laughs) But what you mentioned, Matt, is so true that a lot of people go into autopilot that they're they're saying, and, oh, I'm going to do this one thing for me and I'm going to watch this TV show and then pull out Mm. the phone and they're not even watching the show. Did, did you enjoy the show? Oh, yeah, it was good. What happened? Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I'm not sure. All right, you were scrolling. Anything interesting? Not really. So what did you do for the past hour and a half? Uh, it was an hour and a half? Yeah. Describing <laughs> my evening like, oh, last night. What? <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's very true. What if you saw it's that episode already? Be, <laughs> it's hard to be mindful. It is. You know, there's so many distractions. And, you know, one of the hardest things is being able to put down the electronics, you know, put down the cell phone, the tablets and everything like that. And just be in the moment. You know, just even if you're sharing a two hour Harry Potter movie with your significant other on the couch, you know what I mean? Putting the phones down like throwing them in the kitchen, whatever, yeah. not touching them, and just being in the moment with each other, watching a movie, playing a game. You know, how, how many times do you get the chance to play, a, you know, a, a two-player game on the couch with somebody? Never, you know. Mm. <laughs> it's true. Make it specific and a plan to do it. Yeah. yeah. I made Making a general rule a for conscious myself effort. to stop taking the phone to the bathroom because, like, really, it's gross, right? Like... We don't talk about it enough, but it's gross. So I was like, all right, that's one space. Leave the phone out of there. And then the bedroom. I don't want a, a TV in my bedroom and I don't want my phone in there. Like it's, it's, if you're in a relationship, it's just like a intimacy killer. And if you're not, then it's a great way to get super stuck. So like mm. if, if, I'm, if I have my phone with me for a lot of different parts of the day, I'm trying to at least give myself the ability to like use the bathroom in peace and go into my bedroom in the morning and at night, like away from that stuff. Thank you for acknowledging that. It is pretty super gross. You know, I don't know how many people I know go to the bathroom with their phones and it's just like, did you, did you wipe that down? Like, yeah. Well, we, we always hear wash your hands. So people wash your hands, but also wash your phone. <laughs> yeah. Those yeah. things are Petri dishes, homies. That's we, some nasty we, stuff. Your nasty hands rub on it all the time. Wash your phone. Poop particles, bud. Poop particles. All over it. it. And like, you know what I think? It's another one of those things that's like kind of silly, but it's also a fun part of mindfulness is that some of the more simple tasks or or bodily habits even can be more pleasant. Like a lot of people are on their phones just like hunched over when they're trying to poop and stuff. And they have these really uncomfortable, long, drawn-out poops, or they're not paying attention to their bodies. So they're trying to force turds out that aren't meant to be forced out yet. Like, you can, you can harm yourself by not mindfully pooping. Trying to pop a blood vessel in your eye and get poop all over your phone. Just leave the phone out of the bathroom. It's not that hard. Have, have a poop. Be in touch with your body. Pay attention to the way it feels in your stomach as, that, as you drop the kids off at the pool. <laughs> It's surprisingly interesting. <laughs> Are you all happy losing it over here? Yes. I have this really comical <laughs> image of somebody just sitting there with like 
veins as, popping out of their head now. Dude, the throbbing as, head vein. Yeah, because they're in the middle of playing Animal Crossing or something <laughs> as they're just like squeezing yeah. as hard That's as they story. can. <laughs> so as much as we're laughing though, it is very true. <laughs> you know, it, it's, it is a, you know, it's a time to be mindful and check in with the body. Yeah. Making sure like everything's with, okay. With childbirth, when you're like in tune with your body, it, it tells you when to push. Mm. It tells you when to get that poopy out of your butt. Like if you weren't paying attention to your body, then you're just going to go in there and try and force it out. You might hurt yourself. Genuinely, like you might. Yeah. And if not, you're probably just not having as pleasant and peaceful of a pooping experience as you could. You might get there and be like, oh, I thought you were ready, but you got to cook a little longer. I'll be back. Right. Eat more fiber. Back to the... <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah. Drink yeah. less caffeine. Drink that or Metamucil. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Some oatmeal and a Metamucil. You'll be all right. <laughs> it's 2020, people. Buy a squatty potty and a bidet. Leave your phone out of the bathroom. A squatty potty? What is a squatty potty? No, you don't know what a squatty potty is? Don't tell me I'm the only one here that doesn't there, know this. I think you are the only one. There's this magical thing called a squatty potty that yeah. helps ergonomically change yeah, your body, right up. body cool. position. You've never increase seen the, flow. You've never seen the unicorn? <laughs> the what? With yeah, the squatty the potty? Unicorn. The unicorn? Oh, Joe, the stuff, Joe oh, where have you so, been? I think this was at my like, uh, grandmother's house. Bro, you need that in your life. It is a game changer for like $20 to be able to put your feet up while you're making a duty. Like it changes, <laughs> changes the game, man. That, that thing will slide out of you. You will be on to your next task before you know it. Just watch the commercial and you'll be hooked. <laughs> so, Joe, think of your dog when he's going pooping. Nope. I already solved this. There's a great infomercial on yours. my computer right now. You deserve more comfortable poopies, friends. That's, that's a form of self-care is having more comfortable duties. I agree with all of this. <laughs> well, what would you recommend? The seven inch height or the nine inch? Or does that it depends matter? on how tall you are? Right, right. In the in the toilet too. So yeah. Okay. yeah. I, I right, think I we broke this. Alan. I love <laughs> this. This is great. Where's my tape? Just what I needed tonight. I'll be back. <laughs> uh, this is a special on Amazon. Oh uh, yeah. No, yeah. that's that's buy two get one awesome. you know, buy two get 15, one. Fifteen thousand reviews. Where have I been? Bro, I think this is the intro to, to the whole show. <laughs> is that you're Joe doesn't know what a squatty so potty is? Happy yes. as soon as you like get an opportunity to sit there peacefully with your phone not in the room because yuck, <laughs> and you you poop with your knees you know up more, you'll be like, wow, I, I can't go back. <laughs> My daughters are gonna be like, this is for us. <laughs> <laughs> It's for cool. everyone. It's for everyone. It's for all of us, honey. They it's for one colorful. in every bathroom. <laughs> Just like Wu Tang, squatty potties are for the people. Wu Tang is for the children <laughs> yeah, too. Yeah, that's what's up for the and children. I'm, and I'm from Staten Island too, so even better <laughs> as far as the Wu Tang reference goes. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> what else do you want me to hit for you tonight? We got Animal Crossing. Yeah, I know for real. Like, what's going on here? <laughs> Where's How the checklist? Can I assist my, you? <laughs> my time meeting Method Man in a Best Buy just ran through my head. Hello, that's rad. <laughs> it was great. Super nice guy too. Like very chill, down to earth. I heard that. Oh, Method. Oh yeah, yeah. All of them actually. I, I who else did I, have? I met? I met Method Man. I met Ghostface and had a great conversation with both of them. No kidding. Yeah. Man. 
almost as not as many famous people up here people. in Atlantic Canada. <laughs> <laughs> not as many over by you. No, well, although we do have one. Uh, anyone know who Robert Jaillet is? Uh, yeah, I listen to him every day. <laughs> I don't know if that was serious or not. She did it so like, quick too. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Dom. I'm sorry. Is this mammoth of a man. <laughs> I like him already. Like a lumberjack. Uh, what was his name? He was in the WWE. Mm. Oh, like Diesel. Uh, what was his name? Kurgan. Kurgan. Been a while. Since yeah, Kurgan. I don't watch. So he went from WWE to film in uh, 300. The, the monster with that was kind of shackled. Oh, that mm-hmm. bro. Like that the really guy. big guy in Sherlock Holmes 20, 2009. Oh, okay. That's Is cool. that the guy? Oh, no. You know what? I know exactly who you're talking about because we had a conversation similar to this like two years ago and you showed me a video of him. And uh, I think you met him at a convention <laughs> or something like that. Or no, well, like, he's from close to my hometown. Yeah, <laughs> like he's not far from you. Yeah, no, I remember no. that. The guy's massive. He's a big dude. Remember how well, he said the, like the famous pan. one you got in Canada? <laughs> no, that's we have a lot guy. more famous people. Who's just you said you have one, and you told you said that you guy. Have one. <laughs> well, from my end of Canada, oh, Canada's okay, a huge okay. ass country. Remember when we mentioned how we go off topic? I don't recall that at all. <laughs> all right, awesome. That, that doesn't sound familiar. I was on my phone probably. <laughs> we weren't, we weren't we being mindful. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Oh, we hit man. squatty potty and that stuff just went. Whew. When does yours arrive? And also that's, uh, that's the purpose of the squatty potty, by the way. Too, right. Sunday. So. It'll be on <laughs> Sunday. You got, you got Amazon Prime, right? Two days? Yes. There you go. <laughs> there we go. Oh, man. I love us. <laughs> <laughs> I miss the show. <laughs> well, I know we could sit here and chat all night, but I'd love to touch before we move on to just some, you know, fun gaming talk. Uh, just some ways people can adopt mindfulness in their daily lives. Like just a few things uh, that one thing just maybe for each of us that we could apply that somebody might be able to take away from this that they could apply to their daily lives maybe to help them be more mindful. Well, one thing I, I mentioned to my clients is a, a simple yet extremely difficult exercise. Go to a park or anywhere where you can just sit down. Perfectly make sure you wash your hands, wear a mask, yada, 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 yada. But just go there for a couple of minutes and just sit. Listen to the birds, the trees, the wind. Don't look at your phone. Don't judge your thoughts because your thoughts are never going to stop. They're going to be flooding, but just let them be and refocus on just being there on the tangible experience, the heat from the sun or if the wind's cold, uh, what you can hear, what you can smell. I like that one. That puts you in the now. Yeah, And it's a lot harder than it sounds. Mm -hmm. I like the... um... You you guys probably know what it is. It's uh, the four seven eight exercise, uh, the breathing exercise. You just sit in a comfortable position, like I, I sit in my office uh, a couple of my times a week. And one of the things I like to do is just sit, relax, and then just kind of be mindful of the, you know where I am, but just close my mouth and inhale 
for four seconds, hold it for seven, like deep breathing, and then exhaling using my diaphragm to push it out for eight. So four, seven, eight, and do that for several minutes and just focus on my breathing, my chest going on, you know, up. I like to put one hand on my chest and one on my abdomen so I can feel my breath and then feel my diaphragm pushing it out to get all the air out. So I, that's one that I really like. I'm going to keep it nice and simple. Five minutes. Give yourself five minutes every day. Just five minutes to do nothing. Five minutes just to check in, make sure you're doing okay, and then go about your day. And that's literally what I try to do every day. <laughs> because you deserve, and I'll say this for everybody, you deserve five minutes. It's, that's something I, uh, my wife used to get mad at me. She'd call me like, why haven't you left work yet? And that, that's the first thing I do is I'd clock out. I'd throw everything in my car and just radio off five minutes. And then I would, you know, it gave me that separation between work and then going home. And it put me in a much better headspace when I got there. Yeah. That's why people are, don't necessarily understand how important sometimes commutes can be. Mm. People generally don't like the commute, but it can be very underrated. I guess it depends yeah. on where you live. Depending <laughs> on where you live, and depending on how long way, you live. The two-hour commute, yeah, we can talk about it. But if you can get that separation, if it's like 15 or 30 minutes from work to home, it can give that separation between, I just finished work, I'm in my car, I'm just either listen to music or focusing on what's going on and then transition to home life. Yeah. I like that. My, my methods of, of kind of being mindful have changed a lot, but whenever I'm using meditation, I always use visualizations, different ones mm. like light hitting your head and then coursing through your body or waves or colors. There's so many different ways to do it. And I just, whatever happens to come to my head to do that time, that's the one I use. Right. Top the head down to the balls of the feet and then out. Yep. Yep. <laughs> so it's a good way to get in touch with you. I what you were your... going to add. I was like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> I thought this podcast was rated differently. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's, a, it's, it's also a good way, like using that method helps me get, get in touch with my body too. Cause I try to feel every muscle relaxing throughout my whole body. I like that. It's hard to do takes a lot of practice. I can dig that. I think um, if I were to advocate for one major thing, um, one, one way of like bringing in some more mindfulness, I would say start your day with mindfulness and end it. Like even if all you can do is the five minutes in the morning, five minutes at night to like have that time away from your devices where you're either letting go of the day and, you know, setting those nice little triggers for your brain that says, like, it's night-night time now. Like, put on the peaceful music, get the incense or the candles going. And then in the morning, like, figure out what you want out of the day and what you want out of yourself before you do anything. Because otherwise, like, we've been talking about autopilot this entire time. Yeah. If I don't start my mornings with that deliberate mindful intention and kind of, like, tell my brain, yo, buddy, this is the move today, then I'm lost on social media forever. Like, I'm just gone. So like giving yourself that buffer of morning and night to start and end your day mindfully where you check in and you release or you check in and you decide has made a massive difference in my life. That's Very huge. Yeah. Love it. Okay. Uh, 
I noticed you were talking over your shoulder there. We're not uh, we're not running too late for you. No, I'm not. I'm looking at my pupper here. My, one of my dogs has a tendency to like, you know, get all up in his own business over here and he can be really loud. So I'm trying to stop him before y'all <laughs> yeah. hear this because it gets yeah. gross. All right. Well, let's get into a little bit of gaming news. Uh, we had uh, the Microsoft Showcase the other day and what was it about an hour long stream where they showed off all yeah. of their new first Halo. Yeah. Main thing from, it, from that one, main, most people go Halo. Halo. Senua. A very polarizing. <laughs> either you've got the uh, the old school guys that like me that started with Halo CE on PC that I absolutely love it. I love the art style. I think it's an it's a perfect throwback to that original era of gaming. And then you've got the the people that came in post three four three that saw this very beautiful, very well rendered rendition of it, and they think it looks cartoony, and they're not wrong. And that was an art some, style choice, an art style choice. And it looked very, I guess it looked very bad for something that's going to be on a next gen console to look so very pedestrian. I think they were just unpolished is yeah. what I heard reference, but likes of, I heard some people say, you know, if they added some ray tracing to it, it would look amazing. And well, and it came out um, probably later in this week that uh, that, what they showed off was a four-month-old build on a middle-tier PC. Mm -hmm. So that wasn't even the finished product running on a Series X. Yeah, let's just keep that for, you know, packs online to release footage of, I guess. I don't know. I don't know why you'd be holding on to it, you know, this long. Well, and if you had something that was unfinished, you know, why would you put that in your showcase? You could have put that on a YouTube video and it would have had the same effect. Hype. I mean, people are chomping at the bit for anything. You know, people like just salivate, just are like ravenous for like Halo. Like people mm -hmm. love that franchise. Like it kicked off a lot of different franchises, <laughs> Destiny included, yeah. that it's like the godfather of the, like, actually, no, it's not the godfather. Doom is God, the godfather. You know? Yeah. This is more like, I don't know, Goodfellas. I, I don't know <laughs> the reference, but you know what I mean. You know, but it, it, it set that standard and people just go crazy for it. So any sort of footage or news about it, people are just going to be instantly attracted to it. A lot of nostal nostalgia involved in that for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Really There's also very oh, There's almost a lot of diminishing return when it comes to graphical fidelity. There's only so many pixels that can be put on the screen right now. Mm. And some We're of the better out. looking games aren't the m most realistic games. It's choice and art style. But I thought more pixels meant more better. You would think. <laughs> I don't know, Doc. You're the screen man. I mean, come on. You were yeah. talking about a new screen like that's like five grand or something like that like before we started recording. Yeah, the, the the new Samsung G9. $1,800. $1,800 dollars computer monitor. Get the hell out of here. <laughs> that's almost that's said. pretty <laughs> close to you know what that uh, the stand for the new uh, iMac was. What was it? <laughs> uh, yeah, that uh, that thousand dollar stand. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Jesus. 
Oh, but yeah, I mean, in that in that trailer, we got to see a bunch of bunch of other stuff that's coming out, like uh, you know, the Forza series. There, the the next iteration of that just absolutely looks beautiful. Like that that oh, one, yeah. and they admittedly said that Forza the Forza oh. has always pushed the hardware to its end. So that was nice to see that play well. And then you had uh, a little Fable drop at the very end. A lot of people were. Yeah, it was cool. That was a Fable's exciting. Mm-hmm. The frog man, that's gonna be stuck in my head. <laughs> you never see fairies like you see happy fairies and then you never see them getting eaten by a freaking toad so that was really uh that caught me off guard i think i watched it like eight times just to see the reaction that was something yeah a bunch bunch of stuff coming out and i guess uh, the the one that's getting a lot of people in our our, our field uh is the senua sequel yes mm-hmm. that was a great game if you haven't played it it's really uh What's a visceral just, that's a good way to put it what is that's, it sending a sacrifice yeah that was oh, hellblade good job guys yeah. <laughs> oh okay have you played hellblade Sans? i have not no I've, I've had it recommended to me a lot but i have not tried it yet it's probably in my opinion one of the best depictions of schizophrenia i've ever seen i have heard that it is really like right on it in terms of, of like the, the mental health perspective. I think that's why it keeps getting referred to me or recommended to me. So How long does it teaching? take to go through it? This is like a story game? It's not. Eight hours. Long. Eight, to, yeah. eight okay. to ten hours? There's no changing and weapons it, or anything. Like you, your character pulls out the weapon when an enemy's nearby, but it's just the story and the voices in her head, like the development of this, the mental disorders and everything that you get to feel what it's like to be in her shoes and have this disorder is just you're using the hallucinations to solve problems cool yeah Yeah. and it's the the game the game is so well designed that it's recommended you play with headphones so that you can get the spatial audio out of it like they mapped everything from the voices they don't just it's not just left ear it'll cycle around cool Uh, it's Very it's cool. it's twisted though there is some mm-hmm. twisted stuff in it but i'll tell you what it's some of the most satisfying fight scenes ever like when you're fighting it's cool and the puzzles yeah. are really neat too because when i was teaching Helheim, so it's all viking when, when i was teaching i i moved from a really really old youtube video to display what schizophrenia was to just pulling out a video of hellblade mm. just this is kind of my new gold standard now in terms of hearing what that auditory hallucination is. Heck yeah, should, video games. We should reach out to Colin and see if he'll come back on again and talk about the new one. If we he could. I'll shoot him an email. Uh, no, but this one, uh, instead of going down into Helheim, uh, you see a great uh, 15 minute video from the developers at Ninja Theory talking about how they've used the landscape of Iceland. 40 different locations they've they visited. So now the character is going to uh, traverse across this vast landscape. So instead of going down and kind of being kind of like a little more confined, uh, it's more wide open. So I'm really interested to see what direction they go and especially the development of, you know, just Senua's, you know, psyche to where she was there to where she is now. I'm Mm. really interested in that. That's, 
That's where that's what's got me. And it's coming out on PC. And it's coming hey. out. And if you uh, if you listen to the you know end of that conference, there that all of these titles that they put out, including Senua, uh, they're coming to the Game Pass Ultimate service. So you pay your fifteen dollars a month, and you get Halo, you get Fable, you get Senua Two, you get uh, Crossfire X. Uh, what was the, uh, you get the Forza series. All of these are part of that subscription service now. Really? You didn't touch on the most important one? Destiny 2 Beyond Light and all previous expansions. There you go. That's sick. Come on. That's a lot of game right there. Again. I love Destiny. Right? That's my <laughs> weekly play right there. So, yeah, that's they, they dropped this package, and this is... Uh, when the uh, the next gen consoles were announced and everyone was talking about price, 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 the one thing I kept telling because I'm I'm an Xbox main myself, I kept telling everyone is Microsoft doesn't need to make money on the console. They're waiting. This is you know it's a game of chicken. They're waiting for PlayStation to release their price and they're just going to undercut them by <laughs> hundred bucks, forty mm-hmm. bucks because this package right here that they just released this this fifteen dollars a month that is your Xbox, your Xbox Live Gold, your you know your access to the service, get you your games, get you your game sharing. Like uh, you, you get four free games a month, uh, two current gen, two backwards compatible, either 360 or Xbox original games. Um, and now you get a hundred titles plus all first party stuff for fifteen bucks a month. And most of us, you know, are already. Paying. It's one of the best values. We're already in gaming paying. right now just to get access to xbox live now since it's xbox and microsoft is this game i don't know if it was announced i didn't see this part but is it going to be uh offered for pc as well because they do quite a lot of the cross play you could get game pass or you could get game pass pc game pass was 10 bucks game Pass pc was five bucks game pass ultimate is both so even have to get the console damn yep it's it is a uh it's good value. damn good service the gauntlet slap that xbox just put out there so i, I mean i hope i hope so- sony comes up with something compelling because this is uh it's gonna be a tough uh tough sell xbox sony, has been doing yeah. a lot yeah. all of the all those services nvidia google they're all gonna have to compete with that now i think it and i'm a stadia fanboy I'm, I think I'm done with Stadia after this. Yeah. That was the other thing that was included with Game Pass Ultimate is they're now giving you access to xCloud, which is Xbox's streaming service. So those same 100 titles you can play on your Xbox and your PC, you can also stream them to your Android phone. Apple's coming. They're fighting with them right now because Apple's a pain in the butt with their marketplace. It's Apple's Apple. Yeah. You can't have a competing marketplace on their phone. So, you know, when they released the beta for it on Apple, they said you can have one game on there. And so, (laughs) okay, we'll give you Master Chief Collection. Smack. (laughs) (laughs) Got around it. But yeah, so everyone that was playing xCloud on iPhone was only getting, you know, five games. They're, again, being a Stadia user, Stadia works a lot better, but it's always been an ancillary feature. So it's nice that that's rolled into for the same price. It's a, it's an ancillary feature that, Oh, you know, I'm going out and walking the dog. 
I, you know, but I was in the middle of a strike. Let me fire it up on my uh, phone real quick and be unmindful and zombie out down the road. <laughs> <laughs> Playing a D2 strike while walking the dog or when you're sitting in the doctor's office, when you have nothing to do, you can just fire it up and you can knock out a quick whatever, you know, go empty your vault. There's I never nothing if, to do, man. There's never nothing. Right. No, it's true. Inventory management is always the key. Right. <laughs> Wait, are we talking about destiny or are we talking about in general? Like I was thinking about in general, but okay, my, yeah, my community is going to laugh at the fact that you went to inventory management next. Cause that is, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know what that is. <laughs> Out my vault and read Facebook sometimes, I tell you. Uh, a friend of mine does does all of my typically until I, I did the charity stream where we I, I raffled off or basically said for every thousand dollars we raised for St. Jude, I would do one day of PVE content because normally I just play PVP. I just want to shoot at people like I'm not mm. I'm not looking to play against the environment as much. So we raised over 18,000. So I got to do 18 days of PVE. Nice. And oh, no. it's like the most I've done in a long time. <laughs> and oh my God, as soon as like the postmaster fills up with all the stuff I've collected and everyone's yelling at me about inventory management, that's when I just shut down. I'm like, nope, not, uh-uh, it's too much. I got to look at every piece of this and decide if I want it or not. I don't know, man. I just want to have a hand cannon and a shotgun, maybe a sniper, rush out into PVP matches with my sword. That's all I want. <laughs> I dig it. Simple needs. Yeah. Sorry, what? <laughs> I said, you're our resident Nintendo guy. Yeah, when I have time to pay attention to stuff, unfortunately. Uh, tell me, what's the deal with this, uh, this Giga Leak? I'm not, uh, I'm not up on the... Oh, um, I, think, I think Matt might know him a little bit more than me on this one. <laughs> I don't even know what it is, so somebody please tell me what that so is. So the Giga Leak was... Um, just it was basically um i'm gonna i'm probably gonna, i'm gonna dumb it down because just of what i know just a complete hack and just overall looking at it was a data mine and really all they they found old pokemon sprites that were never used luigi was actually supposed to be a playable character in mario 64 like there was a whole a huge leak of things there was a Yoshi's Island was supposed to have like a creepy grandpa looking Yoshi with a white mustache. Um, just like a whole bunch of almost nonsense, realistically, at least in like my behind opinion. The scenes. Yeah. Version of Star Fox 2. Right. Like Concepts like art. It was type, all, con it was all concept art and things that were never really used. What makes this um, a little bit more invasive is they dug up personal conversations that developers had with each oh. other. And nothing necessarily bad, but these developers were talking like as friends. It was just like they were talking about their lives. They were talking about, you know, the arguments that they got into with their, with their husband or with their wife. It, very minimal stuff that wasn't supposed to be put out there. Also part of the hack was they, they dug up someone's like online journal or like their journal on their computer where they were talking about like personal trauma. So like this whole thing has just been like incredibly invasive and it just begs the question for me, why, why are we looking this stuff up? Mario 64 came out. I think I was seven. Like it's so long what, ago. 96. Okay. I was six 97? years old then. <laughs> I, it makes me feel old. 
I'm sorry. What was that? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> um, so, like, it, what begs the question is why? Why are we looking this stuff up? And because also, they can, what, probably. Yeah, but I okay, I get it. So it does it does answer the lifelong question. Like, cool. I could I could have been Luigi in Mario sixty four, but did we also have to leak the guy's journal for Christ's sake? Oh, that was a little. That's a little much. Right. That's it's the internet. I know, but that's that's my th- and apparently this is only one gig of the information. Apparently, um, a few years back, I believe twenty terabytes. I could be wrong on that number, but a lot more information was like was like mined from Nintendo, and it was sold. To wow. sold, it was sold off of the like the dark web, I guess. And so there's still information out there that hasn't been leaked. Mm. Mario's yeah. supposed to have a blue hat. <laughs> right, right. But it, it just seems all like nostalgic stuff that just doesn't. I mean, it's kind of it. kind of neat, but yeah, it didn't didn't really need. You know, Especially right. if the, it's like accompanying personal stuff, it doesn't matter. That's right. what I was just Small getting to. Like that's brutal. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like all that other stuff's like nostalgic, just kind of concept piece. But yeah, bringing out private conversations journals and letting it out there right lost me there that is just uh invasive invasion of privacy and just that's like a long lasting kind of awful too like i I had an ex that went through my journal once and he like went through it decided that he was going to get mad at me for a ton of things in there from like before we even knew each other ripped it up and like it was really awful and it was even after leaving that relationship and like trying to journal again later i couldn't shake that feeling of like someone's gonna read this i can't imagine that feeling like having a journal of yours published out to the world right like that's yeah so decades later too yeah right oh man like you yeah It's, it's an aspect of safety and trust that's completely thrown out the window Mm-hmm. And then, and yeah. I've always felt like Nintendo has always been like this community of like fun. Like, yeah, we we don't need to get a headshot every so often. We can just collect the star as Mario and get the same yeah. amount of enjoyment. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and each other on a rainbow bridge. Yeah, exactly, exactly. You know, friendships do get ruined with Mario Party, but still, they 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 grow back. Um, Smash Brothers or Smash Brothers, right? <laughs> But and with a lot of thrown controllers and people stomping out of houses back with the land parties when that was coming out. Oh my god! All right, bad example. But <laughs> Kirby, man, Kirby was banned. No, Kirby and Jigglypuff. I gotta breathe. You leave my two puffballs alone. Anyway, um, <laughs> but like Nintendo's always been this community of fun, getting people together, bringing everybody back onto the couch and playing yeah. games together. This whole hack is the exact opposite of that. Yeah. That's what I don't like. It was unnecessary. Yeah. Yes. Well. And that's welcome. And thank you for coming to my TED Talk. Hey, are you are you drinking a Moscow Mule? Was that a copper mug that I just saw? Ooh, um, Moscow it's, Mules. It's not a Moscow Mule. It's water. Oh, uh, but okay. it's, in, it's in the Wild Bill's Cup from okay. PAX. Yeah. I got excited. <laughs> Forgive me. Okay. Dude, you know how many I saw those at PAX East this year so walking many. by the booth? Like, I almost bought Oh, my God. At least one. I have, 
have three in 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 uh, in my kitchen. I never even I tried just, one. Like I just I, like the mugs. <laughs> the soda's I, great. But I like the mugs. Is it good? Yeah. If you like root beer. I like root beer. Yeah, exactly. Their booth was wicked popular. I saw those mugs everywhere. But when I, I didn't get many chances to get away from the booth. And every time I did, it was like after the convention closed and I just walked for two hours on the floor. They were always closed. So I never really got to get a mug or try it or see what the hype was. But no, but yeah, it's not like mentioning Moscow Mules booth or anything. Buddy of mine introduced me to those at PAX East last year. And my God, it's like one of my favorite drinks socially. It's a real treat. It is. They are awesome. I think I like social drink drinks. I still go towards like an old fashioned. I'm, I'm a big Ooh. fan of having like a nice old fashioned where I can just sip on like one or two of them through the whole mm. night. doesn't really matter if it like, if I sit with it for a while, you know, and the flavor. Mm. Yeah. I make a killer Mai Tai. Mm. Did not expect that, Nate. Yeah, it's <laughs> like the Long Island iced teas. I did not care for those, but iced tea in general is like not my vibe. Yep. For a while, it was like going around to the bars around. I would hit trivia nights, but it always like coincided with like mixed drink nights. Mm. That was like buy one, get one free and more bang for your buck with a Long Island iced tea. Those are dangerous. Yeah, those and White Russians were the. Ooh. Yeah, if you could, if you could find a bar that would hand pour without a meter, you know, get you could go oh. for six, seven bucks. That you were, you were good. Yeah, but have you ever have you had a, a Moscow Mule? I have. They are wicked refreshing too. Like they are good. I thought James was crazy. He's like, get get one of these. It's like, With proper glassware or mugware, it really makes a big difference. It's good uh, stuff. All right, I'll meet you all at the bar. <laughs> a year? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Joe, give me, uh, give me five hours, Joe. I'll be up there. <laughs> nah, I'll meet you in three. Yo, right, if, you're, if you're at GCX, though, the upstairs bar made a good old-fashioned. I was, I was happy about that. They had a decent selection of, like, bourbon and whiskey. I was pretty pumped. Ooh. Supposed to be down, we were supposed to be down there with uh, the Artist Alley with uh, Pixels cool. After Dark and... Since it didn't happen, we did an online one, but uh, nice. uh, definitely looking forward to next year. Maybe next year. Absolutely. Fingers crossed. Yeah, we'll fly you in, JL. Don't worry. You, <laughs> you get the special treatment. <laughs> it's all that Canadian border stuff. <laughs> yeah, you got your passport now, so you're good to go. Still haven't gotten it. Everything's shut down due to COVID. Mm. Well... Paper was we already. A... I just need to hand it in. <laughs> How did we get here? <laughs> oh. <laughs> just started talking about We're like Russian a leaf meals. on the wind. We really are. <laughs> we really are. Well, Nate Ooh, just typed in, uh, yeah, squirrel. <laughs> 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 I think that's all we have for gaming talk, but Nate uh, did type in, or somebody did, anonymous weasel or something. Yeah, that was me. Uh, whatever it comes up on the Google Doc. Uh, mentioning uh, the kits, we haven't really talked about them really at all anywhere, uh, but we could talk about it briefly here. Uh, one of the things that we have coming out with the nonprofit in the near, near future are mental health kits that are free to the individuals. And what these are, uh, are just uh, 
three behind me. We've been putting awesome. together. We were unprepared to talk about the topic. <laughs> I really was. I wasn't planning on talking about this, but I'll bring it up. Let's well, why about it like a one-time subscription box. Exactly. One of the things we wanted to do with being a nonprofit is always promoting mental health awareness throughout the gaming community, but also giving back. And one of the things, since we're a nonprofit, we, we, everything that we get goes right back out to the communities. And one of the things that we have been developing and curating are a mental health kit that's more like a box. So inside it, uh, these you'll find uh, various just resources and this and that. And each one will be every 50, there'll be a series. So they'll be curated with new items. So these are going to be focused for gamers for before, during, and after gaming sessions. Mm. So like after there's a weighted sleeping mask, Play-Doh for the sensory of it, fidget links. So when you're playing in between matches, I've been playing with it this entire time, actually, while we were talking. It's just like a little, you can fit it in your fifth pocket, you know, in your pockets, lightweight. I'm a woman. You. We don't get pockets. <laughs> <laughs> It'll go on your keychain. You know, it, perfect. It, it's I'll great. put it in my clutch. There you go. <laughs> uh, another great thing is uh, there's also uh, pens, journals, also physical reminders with uh, bracelets and free color pencils. And one of the things that is going in it is a uh, a custom made uh, mindful coloring book that a lot of the uh, artists in the community and throughout the community have donated pages that the first book is coming in late next week and the second one is getting printed after that. So we'll cycle the coloring books in each one. So you'll have some real value in that with physical items. And then also coloring. It's great. And I can't wait for you and everybody else to see the pages in the actual book. That's they look just awesome. so great. They do. Another thing. One in is, particular I really like. Mm-hmm. uh, i can imagine i know (laughs) i know which one (laughs) other things you're going to find uh uh, written resources in it and in this one we have uh, printed out grounding exercises and also safety plans so you'll find a safety plan that you can write out for yourself and put on the fridge also uh contacts for crisis resources also a pamphlet on how to create your own self-care plan talking about your four pillars of mental and physical health as well. So you have a lot of real value in this kit and then also more resources going back into it. And it's also sponsored by several developers and publishers, uh, Tiny Builds, uh, Six Wing Studios, and the developer who makes uh, Plane, which is a meditation game. And all of them have donated. i that. So good. All of yeah. them have donated free game downloads. So each box is going to contain a free game uh, since it's focused for gamers, a free download game for it. So you'll be able to play it if you That's get so one of these, awesome. these kits. Mm-hmm. And the great thing is about these, they're not for sale. These are free. These are 100% free. So at conventions, when we're at conventions, at PAX or whichever convention we might be, we'll be making these and we'll be handing them out to people. So if you come by our booth, you're going to get something of real value that some people might not ever have the opportunity to have something like this. I mean, it's great to go through and get written resources and have them, but how many are giving you sensory items that are curated to help you when you're stressing out? The amount of benefits that you can get from putting on a weighted like sleeping mask and having Mm -hmm. that pressure on your eyes right here can help decrease 
that stress. And then also things that will help with anxiety and various other things. And every 50 boxes will curate new items into it. It could be like damn it dolls, you know, eventually when we get into it, we'll also have, you know, QR codes for uh, like uh, music that will relax you and calm you and stuff and various other things. So these mental health kits are going to be going out uh, probably first week of September. We'll start sending them out. That's so, cool. Yep. Woo. And there'll be uh, links and everything for people to sign up to get them. And as long as we can keep the funding and everything coming in for them, uh, we will just keep making them and sending them out to people and just trying to do our best to help promote mental health awareness and give people an opportunity to get something of real value for them that costs them nothing that they can really benefit from. And that includes, you know, items for helping with meditation and, you know, creating good habits. And, you know, if you would like to work with us snaps and help us curate a few things for it, we'd be more than happy to help, you know, have you, you know, work with us and put an item in there and letters of encouragement in there as well from the staff and team members. So they're, they're going to be, uh, we've been working on them for a little while now and uh, we're really looking forward to getting them out there. So. Yeah, please hit me up. I have some ideas. There's definitely some stuff that I'm, I've got in the works for the future that I would, I think myself and my, my partner involved would love to donate to that cause. For sure. Awesome. Absolutely. Yeah, we'll Thank definitely you. Uh, connect. Yeah, absolutely. A question regarding those. Somebody asked in chat, would we be able to ship those overseas? Yes. Yes, we can ship overseas. Uh, it's to where we can. Uh, there's actually... Quebec has got some weird shipping laws. So there are some areas around the world and I don't know why Canada, but uh, that gets real Canada. trouble for, sh for shipping things. It's the and moose. You it think it's the, the moose? moose? It's, the but moose. No. it's all the moose's fault. Yes. We will ship them overseas. Uh, it's a little more costly, but we don't, we don't, we don't collect a paycheck. We do this to help make a difference for others, help to, provide meaningful resources, help guide people to those resources and give people the opportunity to connect with mental health professionals or, you know, have somebody just to do things like this, to, you know, give back to the community whenever we can. And this is one of the things that we're doing for it. So, you know, we'll be shipping out these uh, mental health kits uh, very soon. We'll definitely connect with you snaps. You know, that'd be fantastic. Yeah. But. Yeah. And like, if we can help, like, like my community, our community, if we can help with uh, funding some of the shipping and stuff, I don't know. If oh that yeah. Would that'd be, be useful. Awesome. Like we'd be totally happy to do a little charity stream to try and make it easier for you to ship some of those out. Cause then you can hopefully create more of them. Right. Right now we have uh, enough for a hundred going out right now, just for the initial. Mm -hmm. And uh, we're hoping as funding keeps uh, growing with it, we're going to try and do a few campaigns specifically for these. And those funds will 100% go right into these, uh, creating them, curating them, creating you know new resources, curating new items for it. And the more funding we have, the more like higher dollar things that we can put in it, like a mental health book, uh, mm -hmm. a damn it doll, uh, something just items that are meaningful and useful and that just have real value to a person and in any situation that they could be you know benefited from like so, a thousand dollar monitor stand right that might be a little out of the <laughs> that might be a ballpark. stretch i mean that's not that's not a mindful inclusion no, okay no. Uh, if you're gonna pay no. if you're gonna play plain on it though <laughs> <laughs> although that display is quite gorgeous i i must say i tried <laughs> 
don't know, Krish, uh, who's the developer, sole developer of Plane, uh, I connected with him. He's in the Discord server and he's been so wonderful and is uh, so great with uh, supporting this and supporting the nonprofit and everything. So he's, we're going to be including download codes for Plane in a lot of the boxes. And uh, same thing with Tiny Builds, the publisher and developer have donated three separate games to us and it's just been fantastic. And our friends over at uh, Six Wing Studios, uh, some of the games that are going to be included are all on PC, but we wanted something that people could carry around with them, hence their phones. And our friends over at Six Wing Studios have a mind, like a, a meditation game that people can bring with them that they could do daily meditations on that have this cute little pet on there that you can help like develop. Like a mindfulness Tamagotchi. I yep, heard about fantastic. this. Mm-hmm. Yep. Gabe has been fantastic, and uh, those are awesome. going to be included in every single box. And it's a free beta right now. So if you want to play it, you can. And, uh, yeah, that's it. Um, I can sit here and literally ramble all night long. And you will. I will. <laughs> yep, unscripted or anything. Sorry. Nate caught me off guard. I'm sorry. I wasn't expecting to talk about it. I think it's really cool. I, I really would love to support something like that. I think that's wonderful. Yeah, I'll get in, uh, we'll get in touch uh, here soon and see what we can do. Definitely. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, well, everybody, we, that's, we made it to the end of the show. Up. Yeah. Is that a show? That is. Show. I think right. it's a show. Is now, it time to have... clap for Joe again? <laughs> <laughs> you, you did a nice spiel, Joe. Thank you. Thank you much for coming on tonight snaps like I've thank you very much forever and you've always been such a positive person and your community is is you know they're great like you you guys are trying to make a, a big difference and it's much needed in our gaming community like mm-hmm. it's 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 been especially this year it's gotten very ugly so yeah the people we have that are making this not a stigma and not a curse and not a sickness um it just helps it helps everyone we're all going to get through this yeah i'm i'm really happy that you uh y'all reached out i'm I'm happy to have met all of you at this point now i think uh i think my crowning achievement of the evening has been like every time that i've watched alan have to sit back in his seat (laughs) to laugh that's a very satisfying thing y'all do y'all enjoy that as much as i enjoyed that 100 (laughs) percent. it happened a lot I'm super giggly like it. tonight too. It's awful. I liked it a lot, but yeah, for real, this was awesome. I love, I love what y'all are doing. And like, if there's, I, I have a hard time with email at times. If any of you have ever tried to reach out to me by email, you understand this. But like, <laughs> hit me up on Twitter. Hit me up in Discord. Like, if there's anything that myself or the community can do to further the efforts of what y'all got going here, like, we'll we'll do what we can. I, I love what you're doing. Thank you. Thank you so much. appreciate that so much. And it's been such a pleasure and so glad to finally get an opportunity to chat with you. And uh, this has been a great experience. Thank you so much. Yeah, totally. Oh, and you're going to have such great poops starting Sunday, you said? (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) (laughs) I'm really happy for you and your butt, bud. I'm really happy for you. Me too. I'm, I'm more excited for the reaction everybody in my house is going to have when that when that comes in and i have them open and they're going to go what What the hell is this <laughs> what? i'm going to go 
snaps told me all about it i google mm-hmm. like let me show you a video and yep. it's going to be a unicorn and it's instantly <laughs> going to win my daughters over yep what color did you get i'm not telling you <laughs> i'm gonna get your address i'm just gonna send you the unicorn colored one i think I'm just gonna pop there's it not in. a unicorn colored one is there uh there was maybe there's not anymore i haven't right. seen it i would have i would have purchased that hands down you know there's always spray paint well we can get you a colorful on one <laughs> Sam, so, before we go uh could you do us uh, a solid and you know tell everybody where they can find you more of your content your podcast patreon everything yeah sure uh the patreon is patreon.com slash she snaps and that's that's my twitch too twitch.tv slash she snaps on the patreon i do one-on-one sessions for people who are looking to bring a little more mindful practices into their days and i also do uh bi-weekly group sessions now where we get however many people want to sit down for a video chat and we basically run through shades like that acronym, just check in with each other. We all kind of brainstorm how we could be a little better on those routines. When we feel a little stuck, we have people to talk it out with. Um, so, oh, and I have those, those mindfulness podcasts that go out every Monday on the Patreon. So for anyone who wants to support what my community is doing, that's definitely a great way to do it. But otherwise, all my other social media is Mind of Snaps, and my regular podcast is going to be coming back um, this next week, actually. I'm very excited. I'm going to be interviewing Rome Ramirez from Sublime with Rome. So we're going to have a nice, chill session. He's a really cool dude. Man, I got super excited. I did. I saw that. I love it. I I love him. Um, he's he's one of the nicest dudes ever so we're gonna have a nice nice morning chill chat and i'm looking forward to it and if if it was anyone to take over that group it was as the as the singer at least it was i'm saying what a what a great unique voice yeah doesn't like you don't feel like they tried to replace bradley noel but just evolve with a someone who's got that like vibe but not that sound so good He's so good. Mm-hmm. And he also won't do certain songs live because he doesn't want to ruin what was originally done. And not ruin, but he doesn't want to copy yeah. what's yeah. been done in the past, which I respect greatly. Mad respectful. Yeah. And I like all of his like collaborative work with like Dirty Heads too. Yes. Big so it'll be it'll be a good time. Yes. Sorry. I didn't mean man, to. You got a fan for life now, man. You just made <laughs> Max <laughs> Two of my favorite bands right there that I've seen live so many times. There we go. That's what's up. Yeah, so that's that's all my social is uh, Mind of Snaps, but the Twitch and the Patreon are the only things that are she snaps still. Awesome. Awesome. Right. You can uh, you can follow us on uh, Guardians Mental Health, uh, Guardians MH on Twitter, Twitch, and we also have a Discord uh, where you can get in contact with mental health professionals in the server, uh, be guided to meaningful resources. We have resources in there are verified uh, real-time support bot uh, is now supporting almost touching 200,000 individuals. And uh, you can also, if you want to email us, email us at support at guardiansmh.org and listen to us on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts. And leave us a review. Uh, we'd appreciate that. It's been a little while. And that's it. It's been it. a while. <laughs> it's been a while. <laughs> it's been. That was no. like really great oh, tone. No. That was like dead no. on. That first no. one that was, that was good. <laughs> <laughs>
Am I not thank supposed you, to gas you. him up? <laughs> is, is this is this no, encouraging no. him too much? It's, it's the coffee and almost hitting midnight. It's just you know, <laughs> it's kicking in. The perfect storm. It's the giggle hour. It yeah, is. The pumpkins is. are about to come out. Yeah, yeah, the pumpkins. Okay, we're gonna try and beat the pumpkins. Snaps, thank you so much again, and uh, thank you everybody for uh, hanging out with us again. And we will catch you next time. Have a good one. Yeah. Hi everyone. Nice. Bye.